0: One ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian
1: Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. Leadership coach Cam Taylor is back with us today with his fifth talk on thriving when faced with ministry setbacks. Cam, there's a popular belief that pain is negative and not a welcome guest in our lives. What do you say to that person who holds to that belief yet is hit by unexpected suffering of some kind?
0: I think for starters, to answer your question and to talk to this person who is really surprised by pain, by suffering, I would express my empathy to them because pain is never easy for anyone regardless of how you deal with it or your perspective on it coming into your life. But as I would talk to them and spend time with that person, I would help them come around to at least understanding mentally the perspective that pain actually has, in many ways, a lot of value to us in our lives. Think of a, a person that has no feeling in their hands. How would they know if they're touching the hot stove? Pain sensors are actually use, useful to tell us, indicate uh, things to avoid and things not to do or to do. When suffering and pain come into our lives, it is so important to have a certain belief prior to that suffering coming into our lives, or once it does, to be able to be open to adjust to how we think of it. Do you believe that pain is something bad? Pain is something negative to be avoided? That pain is an unnecessary annoyance that messes with the good life that God would have for us and is getting in the way of what is good and what is God? Or is pain something else? Is pain something that is potentially good and beneficial and that is used by God to bring about good in the world and in your life? I think, I love the story of a man who wanted to help out this butterfly one day. And this particular butterfly, this was pre-butterfly stage. He was the caterpillar that had turned into the cocoon. And it was at the stage where this cocoon is struggling to burst out of this butterfly, burst out of this cocoon and to become a butterfly. So the man was watching this struggle and he felt sorry for this cocoon because he knew that the future was a butterfly. So what he did is he went and got his scissors and he snipped, snip, snip, snipped the struggling cocoon and guess what happened? What happened was what flopped down there on the table was this massive body surrounded by these two shriveled up wings which never developed and this butterfly eventually died. That cocoon needed the struggle to force the nutrients into the wings so that that cocoon could turn into this beautiful butterfly. Feeling sorry for the emerging butterfly and being against the pain that was actually happening, the suffering, actually hindered the beauty that was to come from that. And it's true in our own lives, where pain and struggle and suffering, God can use it to force his strength into the every corner of our lives to create something of beauty, beautiful character, beautiful person, a beautiful person. Now, I want to have a couple of giveaways or giveaways, takeaways for you. Number one is as a way to think about pain and suffering. Number one is embrace suffering as God's pathway to inner growth and maturity. Without suffering, without pain, we remain underdeveloped. Our character remains unformed. Our lives are soft and easily overcome by disappointment and trouble. Romans 5, verse 3 and 4 says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Did you hear that? We can rejoice when we run into trials, when we encounter suffering and struggle. For we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. When I walked through my three-year journey of recovery, which entailed multiple surgeries, an incredible amount of pain and suffering after a near-fatal motorcycle accident some years prior to that, I started out on this journey not too thrilled at the suffering and the pain that I was encountering. But I realized that some of the time that pain was an indicator that something was wrong and needed to be attended to. In other ways, the pain of the soul and the pain that was happening in my heart and my mind was actually making me more dependent on God and more reliant upon him. And, and it was rough grounding all down some of those rough edges that needed to be worked over. And as I learned to embrace my suffering, it became God's pathway to peace and empathy and a greater depth of faith and resiliency, which today I'm actually thankful for, even though at the time it wasn't something I was super grateful for, but I learned to appreciate what was actually happening. The second point that I just want to make is that When I went through this season of suffering, this season of encountering and dealing with a variety of kinds of pain, I learned to move towards the suffering instead of run away from the suffering. I learned that moving towards the pain was actually the way and the pathway to greater strength and inner beauty, which I referred to earlier. Out on the plains of Colorado, you can see the cows acting much like We do as humans when the storms come in our lives. It's an interesting story that when they see, when those cows see those storms coming, they actually run away from the storm. They run in the opposite direction. Now, the problem with that is that they cannot run fast enough to outrun the storm. So as they run, the storm actually runs with them, which maximizes the amount of pain, time, and frustration they experience in the middle of the storm. And we do the same thing. We try to avoid the inevitable challenges of life, the difficult circumstances that we find ourselves facing, but guess what? We can't outrun it. It actually runs with us and stays with us even potentially longer. We're better off running into it. And I think what happens is when we run into it, we embrace the suffering, we embrace the struggle, we actually receive strength to go through the struggle. James chapter 1 says, consider it pure joy when you face trials. And when we do that, character is developed and there's actually strength that's formed within us. Well, there's a third point I want to make and that is to see suffering and pain as a challenge to be overcome, not an evil to be avoided. Perspective is so critical when it comes to life, when it comes to all these experiences that we, that we go through, especially when it comes to thinking about pain and responding to it. How we perceive it is so important. Someone once said, if you don't like the way things look, change the way you look at it. You may look into your future with dread, not anticipation. Well, change the way that you look into your future. Now, that may not exactly change the future, but it changes you and it changes your perspective. I like what Victor Hugo said about the future and its many names. He said, the lazy call it the impossible, the fearful refer to it as the unknown, but the courageous embrace it by saying, this is my challenge. You merge with beauty when you struggle and in your struggle, allow God to have his way and take as long as necessary to form the kind of person he wants you to be. I didn't like what I saw lying on that hospital bed when I woke up after the accident. I hurt all over. I was a mess. But I learned to depend on others to help me. And when I was exhausted, when I had to be turned every two hours by the nurses so I wouldn't get bed sores, I realized that, you know what? God wants me to be fully present with where I am at right now and experience his help in the midst of this pain and struggle. Pain is something God uses to speak to us. I love what C.S. Lewis said. He said, But pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks to us in our conscience, but shouts to us in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. My experience is, that when we are in pain, we are often very much aware, especially if we're open to what's going on and attentive, God does speak to us. He shows up in ways that he doesn't show up when the sun is shining and the skies are blue. So is suffering good or evil? Well, some suffering is from an evil source. But the point is that most of the time, When we lean into our struggle, God uses our suffering to build our character, to shape Christ-like character in us, to create beauty, grow our character, and be that person that God wants us to be and be in a place where we can actually hear what he has to say to us.
1: That was leadership coach and author Cam Taylor. In our next qt for cm episode, Cam will continue his series on living with purpose and resiliency in our ministries. You can download Cam's action guide available to you in our show notes at qt4cm.org. Coming to you from
0: qt4cm.org, this is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast.
1: Cam Taylor is a leadership coach, speaker, and author who helps people in the church and marketplace live with purpose and resiliency. This episode is a fifth. In a series of qt for cm episodes, he has entitled 10 Keys to Thriving When Faced with Ministry Setbacks. There are several ways you can connect with Cam, including how to find out about his new book, Detour, a roadmap for when life gets rerouted, The best way to access his free material or download a free excerpt from his book is on his website at camtaylor.net. He has an email course on resiliency, a journal that goes with the book, or the option of signing up for a free exploratory coaching session. You can also get these links in our show notes at qt4cm.org. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, The Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management, administrative services to ministries, and handles charity donation receiving and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.